and welcome to Wires from the Deep, a Silo series podcast. Today is Saturday, June 3rd, 2023, and you're listening to episode 8, Beware of Creepy George. I am your host, Crystal, here with my co-host, Kelly. Hello, everyone. So today we're going to be breaking down Silo episode 6, The Relic. And just like last week, there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about. We learned lots of things. It was funny because, you know, I've mentioned like the weekly watch party that we have in Discord. (laughs) So what we usually do is I have a pause point. So I'll tell everybody when to pause. And in the past, I've been finding like a frame of like, as soon as I can pause it, and I'll take a screenshot and I'll Mm -hmm. put it in the chat and I'll tell everybody, this is where you should pause (laughs) this week. This week, the pause point was like George's naked hip. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is awkward. (laughs) So, So I had to tell people, oh, let's just pause on the Apple logo screen. <laughs> but yeah, so it opens with a flashback back to George and Juliet down in their little digger cave. And I thought it was interesting because she he actually mentions that she's the one who showed him that place. Because all this time I had thought that he moved down to Mechanical and he found that that area and he like I think I did to too. It. Yeah. That was the impression I was under as well. Yeah, so I guess it's like maybe something that's known to be with mechanical or maybe just to her. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a lot of people go down there. Right. Otherwise, why would they just leave all their like relics out for anyone to find? Right? Yeah, I, I don't get the impression that anyone else goes there at all, I guess. Yeah, because they seem to act down there like they have complete privacy, right? Mm-hmm. So, But now we know nobody has complete privacy, yeah. so... Well, because she she acts very differently around him in these flashbacks in this little area. I had written does. that down too. I noticed that especially in this episode. She it's almost like, and I don't know if it's like a credit to her acting, but it's almost like she's like a different person. You know, yeah. like I can hardly imagine yeah. um, Juliet behaving like that. So, yeah. So I, I guess they're just trying to show that you know he brought out a different side of her. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this is not the, not really the kind of Julia that we saw, like, unable to, like, even hug Walker goodbye, right? So Right. And maybe they're just trying to show us, like, the impact that his death had on her. But yeah. still. Yeah. That was, like, just weeks ago, right? So did you notice, though, that they, they really, like, focused and gave us a good look at her neck scar? Like, they, they did. Yeah. And, like, her, ta- f- like, tattoos and stuff. Yeah. So it's been visible before, but this was, like, a really good look at it, so... I don't know what that's from. If like a mechanical accident or I don't know. It's Maybe a pretty we'll big scar out. though. Yeah. Like it's it's like I don't know, it looks like it's like two or three inches long. Yeah. Another mystery to add to the list. Something we'll find <laughs> out maybe next week. We like to keep us hanging a little bit. So she takes Billings with her, her new uh, her new tag along. <laughs> I still like him. I still like him a lot. He's he's pretty nice. I, I like him even more after this episode. Yeah. He seems very sincere and mm-hmm. eager and just nice. <laughs> just nice. Yeah. But yeah, so he's the one who finds the relic, which obviously she placed there. Mm-hmm. But... I, I thought, you know, when the guy was like talking about, like, he was trying to open the door, he's like, is this guy judicial and that he has different <laughs> keys for judicial d- apartments? Yeah. That was so weird. Like, why, why wouldn't you have them on you? <laughs> yeah. And, like, if they needed to get into the apartments, wouldn't, especially Paul, wouldn't he have known that he needed to tell the guy, <laughs> we, right. need, we need the judicial keys? <laughs> Maybe it was just weird. like an excuse to get her to be a badass and, like, crank open the door. 
I guess, but like it, I wonder if it's because they don't want like the sheriff's department to be able to get into anyone in judicial's apartment. So like they have this like, extra level of security. But, but like the uh, rando guy has two sets of keys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And, and like they don't seem to have any security on these departments at all. She can just get a crowbar and just jam it open. Right. So yeah, I don't know about that. That's confusing. But yeah, so he finds he finds the ducky piss, which yes. which I have. <laughs> Yay! I didn't, I have didn't arrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got mine uh, like last week or the week before, and it's really cute. Have you figured out what it's for yet? I don't know. Mm. Mystery. But you know, it's funny because mine says Pez on the side, on both sides, and it's got like US patent made in China on it too. Oh. <laughs> so they must have either 3D printed a, a different version or they must have sanded it off for the yeah, yeah. for the show. But yeah. But just rubbed so, off over time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, even I'm holding it now, I'm just kind of rubbing it in my hand. It's just <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cute. But yeah, so he finds it in the kitchen and then he said he mentions a relic bag and then yeah, I guess it's like a special type of evidence bag that he has to they have the, to put it in. The really funny thing about that bag is we've been doing COVID testing at my school and they when they what they put their saliva in is that almost exact same oh. like <laughs> plastic with the orange label across it and they look exactly the same. It made me so happy. <laughs> the relic bags. And then they go back to another flashback. Yeah, and so there's confirmation of dogs in this flashback yes yeah because she mentions that when they were when they got to i guess her and george got together to do this supply or this uh heat tape theft that bernard was so upset about Mm -hmm. and she says that one of the things that she did was throw bacon to dogs and run like hell (laughs) (laughs) where is this heat tape store that there's like room to like sprint and like bacon to throw and this really seems like the most epic of all like thefts right like yeah <laughs> over electrical tape and the whole silo seems to know about it but yeah so I, I and i mean i haven't heard any dogs barking but yeah so i guess they have dogs maybe they take their barkers out yeah which yeah. would be very cruel and inhumane but I, the I, echo I, would really be something i did just yeah because i did just edit a book where I learned about that, like, I guess, because mm. it was like an end of the world situation and they needed, they wanted a dog, but they couldn't afford to have the dog be noisy. So, yeah, they had, they had that circuit surgery yeah. removed and I was like, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Awful. But yeah, you're right. Like, I think echo wise, uh, dogs could cause yeah. a lot of noise. So. They'd all be like barking at each other. <laughs> you <laughs> would never stop. Never stop. <laughs> Barking at every single person on the stairs. I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, so, and there's cats too. So, like giant, huge O cats, man. That's like some Norwegian forest Maine Coon or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very pretty cat. Yes, very. <laughs> but yeah, so she mentioned bacon too. So, does that mean they have pigs? Or maybe turkeys. And like a slaughterhouse? That makes me uncomfortable. I mean, they have the cows. They've shown the cows. And we know they have chickens because they have eggs. So now we have cats and dogs. Right, but like raising too. the animals for meat seems like a whole other ball game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I mean, you would think that like 10,000 people is a lot of people to feed. Hmm. So I, I've seen a lot of people complaining about the presence of cows in the silo because they said that it doesn't make sense because cows require so much like resources the yeah. yeah and they they expect they 
just takes so much energy, right? So. And the gas, right? Isn't yeah. that a huge problem? Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, I do wonder <laughs> how many floors are dedicated to farms. Yeah. Like how much is livestock and how much is fields? And because I mean, we've seen in, in a trailer <laughs> that Jules is running through a cornfield. So we know they have corn and then they also seem to have bread everywhere. So they must have grain too. So they must have like a whole. <laughs> like set of floors for farms yeah there must be things we have not seen yeah i guess they, they want to use this to give us like jules's opinion on relics that she thinks they're stupid but george right. obviously knows something he's very leading in his commentary so mm-hmm. in these flashbacks mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's just because they felt like you know they had to give him like these loaded lines in like very little time yeah she really doesn't bite <laughs> yeah he's like trying to tell her something and she's just like oh this is dumb yep and what what did you think of her mention of like the creepy george thing about how joking about how it's oh the graffiti on the side of the generator just made me laugh just like teasing him about having only one friend in the whole scenario and stuff yeah and i guess it's true that he didn't really have anybody well i mean well if he just if he seemed to like skip town all the time like what it you know his previous girlfriend yeah said sounds like a bridge burner yeah i don't know i don't know who to trust in that because i know it's really confusing when he went to go talk to when she went to go talk to regina so but yeah so next day he comes to jules and he, men- he he sees that she still has the the duck on her desk. That is funny. He's he's such a like nitpicky rules. Person. He's such a rule follower. I know. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny. He's like watching like- her like click that thing, and he just can't stand it. Not because it's like anything but a relic. So. Yeah. And then it was so funny because after that, he mentions the pack competition. Yes. He's like a pack lead. A pack lead. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's won four times. He's got special pins somewhere given to him by Sims. That's cute. Bless them. He's, he's like. He's a he's, pack nerd. Oh, I thought he and his wife were like cute little Hufflepuffs. That's what they reminded me of. Yeah. I loved them. He's he's pretty adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I was really sad that Jules, like, obviously she has cause to be mad at him because he's, like, kind of a hypocrite, right? I mean, he's, like, all about the pact. You know, when it comes to, like, his own yeah. personal thing, he's just, like, he's just hiding it, right? So, I don't know if I had read this part last week, but um, in the pact, there's an article that we had saw on the pages that says, no, it's Article 5. It says, no person afflicted with the syndrome may hold a public office of any kind or undertake any responsible work within the silo that may jeopardize the citizens of the silo. Hmm. Those so affected must report their status promptly upon discovery and immediately resign from any aforementioned office. So, I guess, I mean... Are they afraid he's going to go crazy and, like, I, yeah, I think be so. like a school shooter type? It just seemed that weapons was the most like important thing to Jules was that he had a gun. Yeah. Well, she also mentions that he's not even supposed to have a job in the sheriff's department. Right. And it's kind of weird that like, did nobody else notice any of his symptoms? Because it kind of seems like he's, I don't know, in a stage where it's, it's very becoming advanced. Obvious. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they wanted him to be sheriff. Maybe. They're just trying to make Juliet seem extra perceptive. Yes, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't notice him being like sick last episode or anything. So yeah, that made me really sad. <laughs> me too. I mean, he's, well, is he's, it like a death sentence or is it just like I don't know because I mean, I, is he I was, headed to the farm? 
<laughs> I, I was thinking that maybe because it sounds like it's treatable, but maybe it's not curable. So maybe they can. But not contagious, apparently. It doesn't sound like it's contagious. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, I wonder what it is. Like what? It sounds what pretty serious, it? though. Yeah. If they have like act. And, and it's old, too, because if it's in the pack, that means it's. It's from the time of, of like 143 years ago. So they've been doing yeah. it the whole time, right? So, but I don't know. You think it's like a point of shame too? I mean, like if there It seems if, to be. It seems almost like like getting, I don't know. Like, like but that doesn't like, seem to be like a stigma. You know, it's not like you don't see people, you know, saying that people with the syndrome, that you have to like stay away from them or that they like have cooties or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nothing but like but that. it sounds like they're not allowed to work. So yeah. not be like productive. Just, yeah. It's like that's a huge point of shame, yeah. right? And then I I mean I, I'd imagine that they would still take care of them, but maybe they only get a certain level of care and right. he doesn't want that because he has his family and I don't know if like Can he be like stay at home dad? <laughs> really, yeah. But um I was thinking maybe it's also like maybe they would make them move to a less nicer part of the silo. Oh, like a nursing home? Yeah, or something. Hospice. Yeah, just maybe like lower in the silo and yeah, yeah. So I wonder what happens with the mentally ill. I don't know. That's what if you're in a wheelchair? Yeah, you know, somebody spotted someone in a wheelchair this episode. They can't go anywhere. I think they were carrying them up. Oh, nice. Weird. I'd have to go look, but yeah, somebody spotted someone in a wheelchair. So they do have suck to be blind. Okay, so after he like gives her a hard time about the the relic, he, she tells him that she wants to open a relics investigation, which I I don't remember why she wanted to, but what was the reason she was baiting them with the relic from last week? Um, she, wanted to, she told Walker she needed to read. Oh, okay. She says, I need to open an investigation that allows me to look into what happened to George. Oh, okay, so that's it. So she wants to find out if relics are why George got murdered right okay so yeah. that's what it is okay okay so then they go meet with meadows and sims is once again just laying all his cards on the table <laughs> i don't quite understand sims i don't actually either. at the end of this episode i kind of feel like i understand sims more just we can get there later but yeah yeah i mean of. but he just he just oh you know we have our own better relics database <laughs> i know <laughs> This is- and you can actually see him using it later. It's not like a bluff, you know. He's yeah. on there like doing the same thing she was doing, like yeah, yeah. blue, <laughs> yellow thing. <laughs> it's just really funny. But yeah, like he—he's like the worst spy ever. He's like always telling Juliet everything that's going on that he's doing in the background. Yeah, he maybe he has a plan. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand him at all. If he's like, if he's like the CIA version in the silo, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but. So one thing I noticed in my second viewing is that Meadows says she doesn't feel good. She says she feels sick. Yeah. And then, and then they show her drinking from this cup with like some cloudy liquid inside. It's making me I thought, think. I thought she looked like super hungover. <laughs> it's like she she's drinking Alka Seltzer. Yeah. Yeah, she looks sweaty or something, right? I mean, yeah, she didn't look well at all. Yeah, so I don't know. Why but Sims didn't seem bothered, so is that just like normal for her? It, it, I don't know. It made me think of John's, you know? I mean. Oh, what, like poisony stuff? Yeah. Maybe she dropped dead. <laughs> so, that happened yeah. pretty quickly for John's, though, so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we don't know how long she's felt, Meadows has felt sick, right? That's true. So, That's true. Know. She might not last until next week. <laughs> 
Although nobody died this week, yeah. Very strange. Yeah. I don't think we lost anyone. But so part of this conversation, it cracked me up because they're like talking about, like, I guess it was funny that like there were a couple times where Jules is like kind of busting out her pack knowledge to kind of surprise people because yeah. like, last week everybody was giving her shit about not knowing the pack and people are still doing it right yeah but yeah she seems to be able to quote from the pack now <laughs> she's secretly reading it or did read it and didn't want anyone to know definitely yeah yeah and is always like but did you read the second paragraph where it goes on to say <laughs> I love him. That's his competitive spirit coming yes, out. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's probably like, oh, she's quoting things. I know this. <laughs> Kelly and I were talking before the podcast, and we both got really confused about something Sim says. He says, you can you can start your investigation, but you have to take Paul with you. He says, you know less about the pact than my son. And I thought, like, I totally misinterpreted the line. I was like, wait, Paul Billings is his son? That, I totally got that too. And I, it was just the way he said it. And it was just the, the intonation yeah. that made it sound like he was speaking about Billings. Yeah. Was, and like, I wrote that down like, what? <laughs> so, I, I miss a lot, but this seemed like a big miss. Yeah. And so when they were walking outside, I was like, I, I totally wasn't listening to what him and Jules were talking about because I was like, wait, how can he possibly be his son? How old is Sims? He doesn't look down. I know. And then when they said that, I thought that's why we saw that um, clip of his hands shaking behind his back uh-huh. when Juliet was watching him. I thought he was just like nervous around his father. I was like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. When did this happen? And, and then I thought back to like the blackout when they showed Sims with his little boy and I was like wait so is that Billings's little brother? (laughs) (laughs) Got a whole other family. (laughs) Yeah that got weird but Crystal cleared it up for me. (laughs) (laughs) After that I was like so Billings is not his son right? He's like no he's not his son and I was like okay. (laughs) (laughs) But something else that I noticed in that conversation is that I guess Certain relics are registered. So people can have relics. It's just that some are legal and some are illegal. Yes. I had thought that all relics were illegal. So I I thought that at the beginning, but I assumed since she was allowed to keep wearing that watch that I I don't know. Well, I mean, because somebody had We knew the watch her. was a relic already, right? Yeah, but somebody had yelled at her to stop wearing it. I think I they were like, was... get over your dead boyfriend. Oh. Well, that they didn't even know was like, they didn't even know they were dating. So they're like, why are you wearing that? I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So then they go and meet with Patrick Kennedy's, who I really am liking every more. I love him. I loved him at the beginning when he looked over at Billings and was like, and who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I like the names you have for like Judicial Face and Holston Jr. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like how he was like, oh. You know, the old people used to, like, at least identify themselves. I mean, he's like, oh, 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 okay, I'm Paul Billings. <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> the way that they play off each other is so hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, it was funny how, like, she, they, he opens a door and he's like, we're looking we're looking for somebody who does in real life. He's like, for somebody someone at this here. address? Like, who? Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. Yeah, it was. And the way he delivered it, too, was like, oh, not me. <laughs> But yeah, his, so he gives them Regina's name. But yes. before that, there's actually another flashback. So we go back to like, we, we get like the next little bit from George, who we later learn is like saying all, kind of seems like he's saying all these things on purpose because like it must be like he has like this big secret and he wants to. Wants her to ask, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, please ask me. And she just never. Like, 
Like, he's like, don't you ever wonder about the world outside the silence? She's like, nah. When? When would I do that? <laughs> Very busy. <laughs> but she fixes his watch. And so that made me think back to, um, you know, when Walker mentioned mm-hmm. last week about how Jules's mom created a illegal magnification. I guess it was like two magnifying glasses. And you're definitely going to need something like that if you're going to open yeah. up a watch and try to do anything. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't really see her. Those, no. Those pipes are, like, super tiny, so she must have, yeah, she must have done something like what her mom did. What if you have tenuous. really, really bad eyesight? Like, do you not get proper corrected lenses? No, Allison wore glasses, so they must have at least good point. eye technology, yeah, or vision technology. What, what, what do you call it? <laughs> Vision. I like vision technology. <laughs> Let's go with that. I, I need vision technology. I have very <laughs> bad eyes. <laughs> but yeah, so this this flashback included like a kind of cute scene where Jules is like really struggling to say I love you. She's like oh, finding, yeah. finding the most roundabout way to say it. <laughs> I like the way that I make you feel about <laughs> It was kind of childish, but it was really cute. Yeah, it was a really cute scene. Then... <laughs> nothing we can't enjoy anything on the show because then she goes to meet Re- regina the bitter ex she like right? shits all over it right I the whole know. scene yeah she's like revealing like telling her so this is what i i wasn't sure about like because who do you believe do you believe the bitter ex-girlfriend i mean like, when she off? said it all i totally believed her like it sounded true but when she when um juliet went back i figured that juliet had had decided not to believe it necessarily. So yeah, I'm going to go with that because I kind of like George. Oh, poor Billings. He looks so uncomfortable. He I know. Like ooze out under the door and just leave. Oh, but, and then afterward, he was like trying to comfort her by making Regina seem crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, it was. He seems very genuine. Is Billings going to die? Oh, yes, you do. Not- you do so he's, know. He's, he's got the syndrome. There was no syndrome in the books, so I don't know. Damn it. Yeah. I, they're, they're like Long live Billings. They're, they're going in a different direction with him, so I don't know what's going to happen to him. <sighs> okay, so Regina, I wanted to. there were some things I wanted to mention about her. For one, she gets food deliveries. Yes! Just dropped off at her door like she's in a fancy hotel. I know, and it's got like a cloche and everything. And, and Is she maybe on like house arrest? I don't know, but like, okay, so I was skimming through the show again, like earlier today while writing notes down, and she's got like five of those cloches in her kitchen. Five what? You, you know the, the metal thing that covers the dish? like Oh, the yeah, thing? yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, so she's, she's got like tons of them in her kitchen. She has like four or five. Maybe she's become a hermit like um, Martha and doesn't leave. And and I don't know if like, it kind of seemed like she took the food from that thing and gave it to the cat. I don't know. Like maybe there was a dish of cat food on it too. (laughs) Why would they put the, I mean, that, that, that coach is to to keep the food warm, right? So I don't know. Maybe she's under house arrest. I mean, she was in some trouble. Maybe she's like. Two years house arrest or something. I just find it so funny that like she gets to stockpile all this metal in her apartment because she's got like baking pans covering her walls. <laughs> 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 oh, I 
I, I think Billings mentioned something about that. Like he was trying to called her a hoarder, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, something basically. <laughs> he was like saying something about how like she's got like recycling in her. You can't even yeah. believe that woman. But so Regina says that George lost his family and isolated her from hers and that's what she's mad about but so mm-hmm. what, like okay so we in discord we've been doing this like a lot of sleuthing where we're going all that we're like pause and like I, I think i mentioned that one of the other reddit mods uh he has these high-risk screenshots that he shares and so mm-hmm. we look at that and so we learned that george uh whoa, whoa. okay so like when holston first learns about george's death he gets like the folder that he hid in his grate that Jules was reading, but there was right. a better, but there was a better view of that file in the first episode. I think. So we, we we looked at that this week and we saw that George used to live in the mids. He was born like thirty years ago, and he might have a sibling. And he moved on his own at the age of fourteen to somewhere else. So I was wondering, it's very much like, like what Juliet did. Yeah, yeah, but and and then I thought, oh, maybe that's just like the age that sometimes the like, kids or teenagers like they start shadowing and they move out on their own and they just do that really early in the silo. But then, mm-hmm. then Regina said that he lost his family, so I wonder if something happened to them, you know? And if they seem to be like a family known for contraband stuff, or maybe they like kicked him out. <laughs> maybe like his his. One of his parents had to clean and one went to the mines or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, if they've been, when we find out they've been passing down that terrible item for so many years. Yeah. So she says, George and those relics cost me a lot. So I guess she was saying that he was making her get relics. I don't know if it was weird because when um, George first talked about the hard drive with Allison, he told her that some guy brought it in and he found it in a carpet in a floor or something. But um, really, he had been having this woman find things for him. Yeah, yeah. So because she has a huge family, that's what he said. Yeah. Like she knows people. <laughs> I don't know. She said she has a lot of aunts and uncles and yeah, and cousins and stuff. And stuff. All right. So, and then they take us to Sims sitting in his office, and he, he there's like this red glow behind him. <laughs> yes. He opens the, the doors, and oh my God, it's a freaking closet of relics yep. in relic bags. And so we're, we're joking in Discord that, oh, I, I was saying that's his Pez collection. It basically is, I think. Yeah. <laughs> He's got all the different Pez's in there. Because, I mean, how can you fit all types of relics in that one little bit? Well, I get the impression that, like, just like my brain is like, well, relics are really trying to keep them from like learning about the past and like the way that she finds, you know, in that book at the end. But since everything has to be a relic that's from that time, he collects like the silliest little things that yeah. is like, you know, such a mystery that they couldn't possibly figure out. But so, yeah, it's like probably like toys and, you know, yeah, so little Barbie had... dolls and things like that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. If there's like <laughs> relic Barbie. Troll doll. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he opens like this book, and like there's like it looks like it's this one book dedicated to this one relic because there's like all these blank pages in the back. Um, and is he seemed almost to be surprised that the blank pages were there because he had to like flip forward. I don't know, like do they just yeah, keep every time know. that thing shows back up, they have to make a new page or something? I don't know. I mean, like it's history of so, existence. Like I, I was looking at like a pause frame of like the first page, and it it's actually says Pez on it, so then he knows what it's called. 
Mm-hmm. And I guess they know that it dispenses something, but I don't think they know that it's candy. That makes me think that they rubbed that stuff off on purpose. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe they sanded it down. But then how did it get back out there is the thing, right? Well, if it if every page is its own, like maybe they just keep putting it. I don't know. Maybe it's like to keep the mystery alive or something. Maybe that's why they have They'll just bags. plant it somewhere and then they're like, see who finds it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so in that book, it says that a confidential informant told Judicial that George had it last. So with that, I guess they go... And That's what I mean. It's like a flat Stanley. You know, they just pass it around, it seems like. So, and then, then they go back to the sheriff's office and they make everybody clear out of the sheriff's department. And they want to talk with Jules because I guess Sim mm-hmm. is mad. <laughs> okay, so Sims and Bernard, I, I guess he collects Bernard and makes him go upstairs to go confront Jules about the yes. Pez. The illegal Pez. But he says that Judicial is allowed to hide search team names from other law enforcement bodies, which I thought was weird because why are they allowed to have so much power? Like, why? I don't know. Like, why would even, like, search team names? A lot of the power just seems like completely almost like, like, it's not really power. It's like a fake power that doesn't matter so much. You know what I mean? Like, to make them feel powerful. Yeah, because I mean, why, why do they wear like face masks when they go search? I don't think they did. I think they were like they were going around. They just dress in black, but they they don't wear any kind of face covering, so people must know who they are, right? So yeah, I mean, you would think when someone gets their apartment searched, they see everybody going in, so they would know who. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, that was confusing for me. And I guess like the pack seems to be they 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 keep telling us through lines that judicial has like all this power because it's written into the pack and that like, mm-hmm. the sheriff's office has to bow down to judicial and all this stuff it just feels i don't know it's starting to feel very mm-hmm. intentional that they're just telling us all these things so that it turns out to be something else yeah i i, I feel like it almost it to me it feels almost like performative yeah so, uh, yeah so actually now that you say that that goes back to like like sims he's like always showing all his cards so and you're like okay <laughs> And then he goes home and he's like sitting at his desk with his old computer. Like, you know what I mean? Like he just yeah. seems sort of like a. Like a puppet or like a. a kind of. He's just, just there to miss. Like a decoy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not too fooled. Although then there's the, the, the janitorial thing from last week. So I don't Which know. Which I had completely forgotten about to be honest. There's so many moving parts. It's probably like better Pez. It's his better Pez collection. <laughs> I think. I was joking that the, the janitorial closet is where they manufacture the Pez pellets for <laughs> yeah, his maybe. personal use. This is the most he knows important. what that's for. <laughs> it's the most important work in the silo. It's personal <laughs> Pez dispenser. Somebody on Reddit had joked that um, the Pez dispenser is clearly the blueprint for the silo. That every once in a while it'll spit <laughs> out a candy and it'll never be seen again. <laughs> so that's really funny. <laughs> Oh, really At the top of it is a duck. <laughs> That's yeah. what's outside. Yeah, it's right above the camera. Nobody can see it, but there's a big duck. He was wondering, yeah, what is outside of the camera's range of vision? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So we had skipped ahead talking about Billings and, and Jules confronting him about oops, oops. about having this in your But yeah. Um. So she, this is the part where she does it, and like, and, and then he goes home, and like he meets his wife, and we meet his 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 baby and like he's Claire right Claire yeah yeah so it seems to be common knowledge that everybody would know that the syndrome is not contagious Mm -hmm. because like Jules doesn't seem 
like worried whenever like she right. she had encountered that guy last week during her investigation. She's like, mm-hmm. he's got the syndrome, but she didn't seem to care that they were around them. So I think right. it is like common knowledge. So you can come down with it, but it's not something that you can get from people. So I, I was wondering if like his worry about his daughter having it, because she's a, a literal baby, mm-hmm. right? So do you think like maybe like irrational like thoughts like that is something like a, a symptom oh could be yeah yeah because she the wife she's like talking very she doesn't, she doesn't see him at all like, yeah yeah she's like you know just very gently like you know that's not how it is yeah but yeah so it makes me think because it, it doesn't because we, we, we when we saw those continue, when we uh, saw those past lists of like deaths and like infant deaths mm-hmm. um were any of those attributed to the syndrome like can babies get it i don't remember Oh, you mean like in the womb? I, I don't know. Or like, I don't know. Still, they were still births. So. They, those are, they were all still births. There weren't any like. Uh, well, the, remember the, we saw like a bunch of people who died from the syndrome listed. Yeah, I, I was just wondering if any of them were ledger. like babies or children. Little children. That's I okay. Mean, maybe it could lead to birth complications if you have it while you're pregnant or something. So, oh, it sucks in here. In the silo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It really does. Especially because okay, so like they- now I have like a whole theory about what it is now. What? After watching that. Let's hear it. Like, I don't know. It just, after, like, it zoomed out of the mirror and stupid flowers in front of the mirror thing, <laughs> um, I it just seemed like a, like they were in some sort of, like, test. Like, they were testing to see, yeah. like, if people can live on the moon or on Mars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in that sort of situation. Huh. That's where I ended the episode. That's what I ended up believing. That is interesting. That's where I am right now. Because, yeah, I mean, okay, so... They just all seem to be under observation by people uh, outside of the silo. Okay, let's let's come back to that. Okay. Okay, so we go to the next flashback, and mm-hmm. then Jules is, I mean, George is, again, asking her another leading question, or she doesn't quite to that, what if everything you were told by everyone you loved was one big lie? So he, I think, has his suspicions about the outside, right? And right. After, like, seeing, like, the book that, that he, 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 like, has, like, he must have mm-hmm. some idea, and that's why he's probably looking for the door. Yes. Underneath the the water. So that instead leads Jules to think to her that just confirms that whatever Regina told her is true, right? That right. He was just he was, just he was talking her. about himself, really. Yeah. Because he said, you know, like those you love. Yeah. The things that those you love tell you. Yeah. But I I don't think that that's what it is. I don't either. I think they just wanted us to think that. Yeah. To make us like question him. So Jules, like after Martha talks her. Okay, so going back to this, um, like she was. I was there. wrong, right? I thought they were speaking in code last time, but no, they just like bare their souls on this radio, <laughs> right? I was like, oh my god, I was thinking about you when they were doing. I was like, oh yeah, god, I like, was wrong. I was like, like this no stealth to- whatsoever. Yes, None. exactly. Yeah, no, nobody seems to care about hiding anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> so something that Martha says was interesting. She says something about trapped behind a closed door with memories all your friends and loved ones somewhere out there so do you think she is just like that because she doesn't want to go out or do you think she's actually agoraphobic i mean i guess i don't know i mean i i thought it had something to do with the loss of her wife but i mean i I think even for someone like me living in a place like that would just be like like way too much Mm -hmm. And I could easily see myself becoming some like crazy old lady that doesn't live leave her room, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe, maybe it's just for her. It's just like too overstimulating out outside, and she can control what's in there, and so she does. 
But at the end of this, after Martha turns off the radio, they show a portrait, one of those painted portraits, and it shows her with who is presumably Carla, mm-hmm. her her wife or girlfriend or whatever. Right, right. But people were saying that this looked like a young Judge Meadows. Oh. Right? Because... Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I, and, I, I didn't look at it much, but... And they have never revealed what Judge Meadows' first name is, so... So maybe she didn't die. Maybe she was just, like, appointed yeah. judge or something. And... Yeah, and she, like, moved away and she lost her that way. Well, if that's the case, Judge Meadows can just drop dead. <laughs> Because that's awful. <laughs> Who does that to Martha? Someone Martha. poisoned her drink. Okay, so after Martha talks her down from quitting, Jules goes back to Regina, and Regina does the thing that Gloria did, which was like, or something similar. Like Gloria, like was like a very wasteful water person. Yes, <laughs> but Regina is a little more resourceful, and she just puts something that clacks on her fan. I really liked the sound of that fan. I would play that at night. <laughs> I would. But then, like, Regina tells her, because I guess Jules thinks that it's judicial, who she... Who, Jules yeah, this is where it got really creepy, okay? Yeah. I was like, well, the... You yeah, because Jules figures out that Regina's probably the person who got George killed by, by telling judicial about the hard drive or, or, or all his relics. But yeah, so, and then Regina tells her that, you know, it's, it's not judicial that she's worried about. It's the man who knows everything or the man who comes at night. And she tells Jules about this guy who showed up in her apartment in pitch black because he had, I guess, unplugged her lamp so she couldn't see him. And then he knew everything about her, which was super creepy. It was, yeah, it was very, very creepy. What did she say? She said, um, hold on, I wrote it down. She says, judicial come during the day. They ask easy questions, but the man who knows everything, he comes at night. Right. She says, one night I wake up and there's a man in my bedroom. I can't see anything. The lamp's been unplugged and he tells me not to move. And then she like says that he, he knew everything, like all the people that she loved, <laughs> mm-hmm. all her friends and family. and that he- Everyone that she talked to during the day. Yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. But now, now we know how he can do that, right? He, right. He, now we know. He, he is with these assholes on the other side of the monitors. Yeah. Because they were talking about, oh... We should go wake him up. So mm-hmm. there's this mysterious man who's in charge of this department of monitoring people. Right. right? So that must be the man, right? The man. He's the sleeping. The man who comes at night. Who sleeps during the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or at night because, you know, they're worried about waking him up in the middle of the night. Uh, well, yes. Well, fine. Uh, Sometimes he sleeps during the day and stalks or, people at or night. He, or he goes like early in the night and then. <laughs> Shut or up. He, or he's an early riser. <laughs> Like Maybe he just doesn't need much sleep. <laughs> like me, he's a short sleeper. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Regina reveals that she had told the man about the hard drive. So that must be what got George killed. Right? Yeah, she gave him every single name of every person she knew that dealt yeah. relics. To help her mom, who is apparently serving a prison sentence in the mines. Mm. I wonder if like, more than her mother is in the mines. Because she says that... like. She's isolated from her family. Yeah, she just, maybe, she has no one. Maybe it's like what you said. She's under house arrest, and then her mom had to have a more severe sentence. And yeah, house yeah. arrest makes sense to me because of the food delivery. Yeah, like yeah. does Martha get food delivery? I don't know. How does she eat? I mean, Martha had like leftover food in her fridge that Jules ate that one time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. She must get groceries and just cook her food, right? So 
Grocery delivery then. Grocery delivery. She has Instacart. Yeah, great. <laughs> That'll be a sucky job in the silo though, up and down those stairs. That's what the porters are doing. You know those people who who have like those wire backpacks on yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, porters. Porters, yeah. Their, their job is just to deliver things. They're the Instacart drivers. <laughs> okay. So a couple of things I wasn't sure about. Why would it? Okay, so Regina says that George gave her something from his mother that he got from his aunt right. Gloria, and it seems very. It's got to be the Lady Gloria, right? The the, the fertility. Yeah, lady. yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, that would make sense to me. I, I feel like they, that can't just be a coincidence. It must right. be the same lady. So Gloria gave that thing that she gives with jewels. I, I was confused about that. Like, so George's mother George... was dead, right? Yes. And it's a gift from his mother. Well, they said, she aunt. said that, yeah, that it had been passed down through his family, right? Yeah. And George got it from his mother. And there was a, there was a, there are three names in the, in the book. It's, I think it was Gloria, Anne, and George. And George, yeah. So I don't know if Anne is like his sister or if that's his mom or what. But Interesting. I, every time she talked about George giving her something, I thought she was going to say it was the watch. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought she was going to say that. that but no, she it's it was something yeah, so, she was hiding in her rug. I don't know why she still had it. This was what was confusing to me is like George I mean, the thing that his mom gave him was freaking huge, right? It's like I mean, like a like a big deal huge. Right. Um, Hard to hide. Gave, yeah. He gave that to her for a hard drive that he wasn't even sure what was on it. He, he must have known that the I mean, that's a big trade. Like, yeah. it was like a family heirloom. Yeah, and he gave it up. I mean, I guess he could have suspected that it was from a specific time, but he needed Allison's help to see even what was on it, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, confusing. Very confusing. And it's very confusing to me why Regina would just give this to Julie yet. Like, I know. <laughs> this, this, like, very illegal, amazing thing that she just, like, hands over. It's like, see ya. When you see it, it's going to blow your sheriff. mind. Right, <laughs> to the sheriff of the silo. Yeah. Who she hated, you know, quote unquote, I guess. Although maybe it was that she got the sense from Jules that she cared more about George than actually busting her for relics. So maybe. Yeah, I I guess she must have. But yeah. And and I don't know, maybe now that I think about it, she just gave it to her to get rid of it so that the man wouldn't come back. You know, that that's a good point. Yeah, I think that might be true. They'll leave her alone now. Because, yeah, oh, my God, I wouldn't want that guy to ever touch. <laughs> a creep. It's like Slender Man or something. Or Edward Cullen. Yeah. When you sleep. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know which I would prefer. For people who don't know what I'm talking about, it's, this is a Twilight reference. It's later revealed that he was watching Bella sleep from, so the romantical. Of, from the corner of her room while she didn't even know, which, oh, my God, is supposed to be romantic, but is kind of not. It's very not, very not. Yeah. I mean, it makes all the difference that it's by someone you like, but what if it's not, right? Jesus, though. I would be unlike so fast if I found out (laughs) this person was like in my room while I was sleeping when I didn't know. Okay. And then another question I had was if he was a known relic stealer, why did he always make her get it? It was just so that he could not get in trouble because everyone (laughs) seemed to know that he was like into relics. So, and so he has the hard drive. Yeah, maybe he was just trying to stay on the down low. I don't know. But see, so he has the hard drive when he's down in the mids when Allison goes to see him. But that's not where this Regina lady lives. I don't think. I think she lives a lot higher up. 
that's the impression I got. They didn't seem to have to travel very far to go talk to her. So yeah, but yeah. So then Jules takes the folder back to her apartment, which is funny because I was like, that thing is kind of big. I was like, she just like carries it through the silo back to her apartment, <laughs> just holding it. Like, yeah, I just came from this lady who's like a known snitch, and I've got yeah. this thing in my hand. <laughs> uh, but I guess she must have gone like. With I would have put it like under my jacket or, or something, at least like a little casual with it. Yeah. Which is actually funny because I was just wondering, you know, the time, you know how Hostin took the hard drive away from her? Yes. So he, they were down in the bottom and he had to take it home. So I was like, how do you hide a hard drive all the way up the silo? In your armpit. <laughs> he must have yeah. had to stick it in his jacket or yep. something, right? Or in his pants. Like whistling all <laughs> and the then, way. And then walk all the way up the silo with it. <laughs> Oh my god, that must have been so uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so then she's like, she opens the book and okay, so do you know now what I was talking about with the peach in the intro? Yes. Yes. I wrote I wrote peach down and I didn't know why until you just said that. <laughs> yes. This thing made me laugh so much when we actually got to see what was in there. People were like talking about some of the imagery that was in there. There was a forest, which I think is a national forest, and then there was an aquarium. It reminded me of the Pacific Northwest. I yeah, think that was it was like rafting, like whitewater rafting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... yeah the dolphin was so pretty. But, was there a roller coaster? Mm, Maybe not. No, I don't think so. I think it was all nature stuff. It was. Okay. It was. I forget what the cover said. It was a tour guide for children for Georgia. Mm-hmm, for Georgia. But then we get to the. Let me come back to the double the flowers thing. Ah. This makes me so angry, okay? It makes me angry because I feel stupid, and it makes me angry because Juliet reads this note, and she seems to just completely never think of it again, and she's, like, in that apartment with the mirror and the flowers and never even considers anything. Yeah, it's funny because people were, were talking on Reddit about it. They are like, oh, that's what Double and Flowers meant. It was to block the camera. And I'm like, yeah. yeah but, and I was like, yeah, but the note was point is because she moved the flowers. Ugh. Like, like you, you can see them. Like there's okay, so they, you know when they pan the, the camera back and they show that they're watching her. Yes. There's a counter and there's a bowl <clears> on the <throat> left showing you that this is like a counter. So that's like the bottom of it, and then the flowers are on the right side <laughs> and they're lying on the, they're lying flat. So she took them out of the vase and she just laid them on the on the counter. Oh my god! But but then it goes back to like Holston. It's like could you be any more vague? Just write like, hey. Put a bunch of shit in front of that mirror or, you know, anything else. Nobody else seemed to read that note or even cared that there was a note. Yeah. Or like, how about like... There's a camera in the mirror. Something. (laughs) Double the flowers in front of the mirror. Dude. It's like so uselessly vague. And he he wasn't even like under duress. Like someone wasn't reading it or something, you know? Or or why didn't he put that note in like the folder for George that he hid in the grave? You know, he could if he hid that, he could have written anything, and he and anything, he's literally anything. He's he's dead. He, they can't do anything to Christ him. Almighty. For... <laughs> like, why did he I know it's so infuriating now. He should have just wrote everything that he found out before everything, he went out to right? <laughs> write an essay. Take a few hours, sir, and they're, put down the facts on you. paper. Don't do anything sus in front of the mirror because they can see it all. <laughs> right, God Almighty. <laughs> You know. But but okay, so what that note does tell us though 
is that he somehow in his investigation okay so i i had thought that like he there's like a year between when george dies and when holston dies but apparently it's just only a few months ago yeah i guess that's really yeah not not long at all it all just sort of yeah. happens you yeah know, like so back. i guess that's why it's so fresh for jules it's like it hasn't been that long yeah but yeah so he had to have found out quite a bit that we're not shown Right. right. And it's right. enough. Like cost... quite a lot. Yeah. Quite a lot. And and so what I'm thinking now is that because he does go out to clean, he basically kills himself, right? Mm -hmm. um, he suspects that it might be okay outside, but he's still mm -hmm. not sure. Right? Mm -hmm. he, he, he still thinks he saw her die outside. So right. he knows there's like a chance that he'll, he'll just go outside and die too. But so I've been thinking like what, what would cause him to do that knowing certain things? And it must be he found out about what George was talking about, that what, right. everything that he's come... His, his world must have got tilted upside down again, right? right? It must have just been that he found out that everything is a lie. But yeah. like, we don't know what exactly, right? So Okay. Well, my impression when they panned out was that, like, this was like, like a completely different people, right? Like, that these were people outside of the silo. And to mm -hmm. me, that says that these people are under, that it's some sort of, like, test circumstances that someone is trying to see what would happen if you segregated a group of people in a place like this like how would they live um do you know what i mean like the so testing you, for like so life think, on mars or yeah so you think they're studying the syndrome yes or not the syndrome necessarily but just like what it would take to like have ten thousand people living in a place like this with no contact with the outside world hmm. um having to be like self-sufficient like, like colonizing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I but i don't know because like these people obviously were not part of the silo in my like it would seem very clear like even though like the light was different everything seemed well i mean to me it was the most apparent thing was the the screen yeah they were it, it, it's like a much more screen. advanced yeah yeah and they were like widescreen and um they had a whole bank of them mm -hmm. it's different from any of the technology that they've been showing us in the silo so. right and that's what makes me think that like all of this judicial stuff is just an act i don't i don't even get the impression that judicial like judicial knows oh. like maybe but i think maybe they're just like they think they have all this power. they think they have all this power right but they're really just ruling over they're like lab rats you know they're the head lab rats the head lab rats congratulations <laughs> guys and that's why he has this like pez like collection because there's no real it's all it's not fake for them so he has to like invent, like they have to keep like the truth away. And that's why it's so dangerous to like let them see like pictures of like outside or before or whatever. Yeah. But so that really would mean that you have to ban everything, every stupid thing. Yeah. So my husband was asking me afterward, he was like, what, what is the big deal about the picture book? He's like, why, why is that so illegal? Why is that so like, like, like it's such a gasp worthy moment. And like, I had to think about it a bit and I told him like, you know, those people have never, ever been outside. They've never seen anything like it, right? It starts a craving. Yeah. So, like, I think it's banned just because it, yeah, it, it, it tempts you, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to To want to say, I want to go outside. Yeah. And then Which seems to be, for them, the worst thing possible. Yeah. And then if, it's it's okay if it's just one person every few years, right? right. Because then they just, they just go outside and they die. But if it's like a, like a riot of people wanting they, out. Yeah. They leave the experiment or whatever. 
but they don't have enough of those suits because remember when like holston left he was like oh we've really updated the you'll get longer this time like if 20 30 people all wanted to go out i bet they don't have like enough technology to like put them in the suits and you know what i mean well i mean so i noticed this while looking through the first episode again with allison they have like this whole closet full of helmets the helmet that they put on her so they have a lot of those but not enough for everybody obviously yeah 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 very weird yeah, lots of questions. But okay, so I, I was looking at the clothes of the because there's two guys who are manning that station or whatever. Um, when when Jules is looking at oh wait actually no we're I'm gonna go back to the book. If if everybody suddenly wants to go outside and basically whatever they're trying to do inside the silo is over. Mm-hmm. Right? If yeah. Everybody. Right. If everybody right. man, okay, even if no matter what it is, if it's an experiment or if it's just keeping them like safe for the world to be better later on kind of thing. No matter what it is, if everybody wants to go outside before it's okay to go outside, Mm -hmm. then whatever they're trying to do is over. So they have to present that, right? So I think... But that's what tells me there has to be a a someone else because, you know what I mean? Like, because it never could be that, you know... Somebody knows all the answers, right? Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the people who are probably watching them, so... Yeah. And it, it looked like they had cameras everywhere. Really everywhere. That's the impression I got. Like in every home, in yeah. e- you know what I mean. Although, like there although, could have been so many rooms of those cameras. Yeah, you probably although, aren't seeing all of them. It does seem like they're stationary, though. It doesn't look like they can move the camera view. Probably because, not. Yeah. Because yeah, the the flowers thing seems to indicate that there's only a certain viewpoint that they can get. Like like Holston can hide the thing, the file in the grate out of camera view, and it's safe. You know. Do you know the wiring and the Wi-Fi and the IT tech it would take to keep all those cameras going? And like, <laughs> who, how, like, what, one wire gets cut and like something's broken. How, like, how would they even fix that? But you, now you're making me think that like, there's like the silo apartments and then there's like an outer hallway where like. Everything's like one foot larger on the inside <laughs> where there's like. That's, the, that's the secret maintenance hallway around everybody's. Place. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and actually, you know, thinking about that, um, you know how I was wondering about the windows and how yeah, I, I, the I view being different like, or whatever. But it finally occurred to me how that's possible. It's because, like, when you look at Judge Meadows's office, her view is to the center of a silo, so that's what's outside. Oh, I see. You know, because I guess I had thought that when you go into an office, the back of the office is at the, is the, the outer part of the uh-huh, silo. Yeah. But I think it's reverse. Like you go to the outer part and you go back in to get into somebody's office. So the then offices. you have a window. To yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So that finally Yeah, I think occurred. you're right. Yeah, that finally occurred to me. So <laughs> it's not a fake window. It's just a window to that inner part of the silo. So that makes more sense. It does. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so who are they afraid to wake up? Do you think it's the same guy <laughs> as the man who comes at night? Because that's what I assumed. I I think they at least want us to think it's the same guy. Yes. And do you think that these people are in janitorial? Um, maybe there's something in janitorial that kind of links the two. But I don't think Sims has it. I just do not buy that that man has any idea what's actually going on. So Yeah, because when, when looking at Reddit, a lot of people think that it's janitorial and it's Sims is the guy that they don't want to wake up. I think it's IT, and I think the man that they don't want to wake up is Bernard. Bernard. 
So Interesting. And, and then you think that it's people outside the silo, so which yeah. is another thing. So yeah, there's this, <laughs> there's like three prevailing ideas here. Interesting. Could be. I hope they get to it. I hope they get right back into it next week. I don't want to wait too. Like, for the finale. Or How many more episodes is there? There are, are four there? more. Four more episodes. Yeah. All right. That's that's quite a few. I mean. Yeah. We can learn a lot. Yeah. So next week's episode, the guy on the because they always have a, like a preview image for the next episode. It's Jules Juliet's dad. Oh, yeah, he was interesting. I didn't quite buy all that. I don't know what was going on. I hope they come back to him. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Says, the description is Bernard seeks Juliet's cooperation as he grows increasingly concerned about the silo security. Juliet asks her father for a favor. Ooh. Wait, is that in the present time or it's a flashback to her asking her father for a favor? I think it's current. Yeah, because I don't think they talked much after. I don't really think they talked at all after I, she yeah, left. I, they I Like he said, oh, it's been a while. But I think he meant like I haven't talked to her. Since she was 13. Yeah. Since like he left her down there. What an ass. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a, a decent fellow, does he? No. It's hard though because every time I see his face, all I see is Jorah Mormont. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, yeah. Now that <laughs> I realized who he was, I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah. Well, he's coming back. All right. Any last thoughts? I'm still kind of pissed about the flowers thing, but no. <laughs> I like this episode, though. I, I it was do. it was zippy, and I was like, oh, okay. I I do hope that this is not the end of the flowers explanation, because you know, I mean, we were just ranting about how like it. It's so vague. Like, why would he say that and not tell her? Yeah, maybe far? maybe we are just being too quick to be like, oh, that's the answer. But I mean, it kind of seems like that's the answer, right? Like, yeah. it would be a pretty big coincidence that it meant like two things, <laughs> or like that he. Yeah. I don't know. I get the sense that we're not done with these flowers and that message, <laughs> or at least I hope so. Yes, it would drive me crazy if not, because my God, Holston. <laughs> Well, Holston, I mean, if he went to all the trouble of making, like, a riddle within a riddle within a riddle, I mean, that's even worse. <laughs> it's like, sir. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we still don't know where the hard drive is. And we don't know if he ever found out what was on it. Because, right. I mean, the easiest way for him to I think know he must how have. to find it or to see what was on it is dead. Like, his wife would yeah. have been the person to help him figure it out. But, yeah, he, I don't know how he'd be able to figure out. Maybe it's Karen, Allison's friend in IT. <laughs> oh, maybe. It's always uh, good to have a friend in IT. Mm-hmm. All right. So our, our audience question for the week is, who is the man who comes at night? Hmm. Because when I was watching it, I was like, Julia, why don't you ask him what he looked like? She, she's very, she's not curious verbally, <laughs> you know, like well, she... It's very she doesn't ask enough questions well, i would I, be so I, I didn't catch it earlier but she, regina had said that she couldn't see him because it was totally dark so she doesn't have a description to give to jules there must have been more she could tell her can you imagine waking up in the middle of the black of night <laughs> you can't turn on any lights and there's this guy just talking to you oh my god i know we keep talking about it but oh, yeah it's super creepy but then i also don't understand why all these people sleep with their flipping lights on <laughs> why I guess maybe maybe because there's some fucking asshole that comes in the middle of the night for these people. Like maybe. now it makes sense actually. actually like he's doing yeah. this to like lots of people. You're gonna sleep with your light on. He's probably like some kind of urban legend. <laughs> that would be amusing. I mean, bad for them, but still amusing for us. <laughs> amusing for us. It's 
It's okay. This is a TV show, Crystal. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Wires from the Deep. Be sure to follow or subscribe to us and tell other silo fans that they can find us at wiresfromthedeep.com. You can join the Down Deep Discord by going to the downdeep.net and following the invite link to join discussions with other fans or joining our Friday night watch party. If you want to contact me and Kelly, you can leave a comment on Podbean or on one of our YouTube videos, or you can just email us at crystal at downdeep.net. Tune in next week as we break down episode 7, The Flame Keepers, and we will have a very special guest that we're going to be doing this with. So looking forward to that. So am I. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.